Welcome to BCC in 3 Talk, your decentralized hub for all things Web3. From blockchains to cryptocurrencies to NFTs, we airdrop knowledge and analysis from industry insiders, journalists, and founders. I'm your host, Jason Rowlett, a writer and editor at BCCN3.com. Now, let's get on with today's show. Hey everyone, welcome to BCC in 3 Talk. I'm Jason Rowlett, so glad to have you along here with us. And this week on This Week in Web 3, our weekly show, uh, we have, of course, with me, my co-writer at bccn3.com, Keegan King. And uh, we're going to be chatting about all these scams going on. My goodness, there's uh, just one after another going on uh, seemingly without end. And uh, Keegan, this week we had uh, KuCoin get hacked and uh, some others as well. And uh, you wrote about this yesterday. Uh, but tell us what's going on with KuCoin. Yeah, KuCoin, uh, not as bad as some of the others, but yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> these scams, these hacks, they just, they never end. Um, if you're in blockchain, Web3 or any of this stuff, uh, cybersecurity is, is a priority. Um, and it's something that shouldn't be sacrificed. And so what happened with KuCoin, they weren't really clear about one particular aspect. But their Twitter account got hacked, and uh, I guess there were, you know, this person started posting some promotional offerings with that account, and a few people fell for it, clicked the button, signed their wallets, and had all their money drained. Um, at this point, I mean, we do we do have to say it: fool me once, shame on you; fool me twice, shame on me. If you're clicking suspicious links to promotions that you've never heard before, whether it's from a reputable source like KuCoin, um, that's your fault. Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to be straight up about it. Yeah. Um, you know, we're we're past the point of hey, you know, mistakes happen. Right. This is really the point where a lot of these companies are pretty straight up about what they you know will you know say and do on their platforms and mysterious you know promotions being tweeted at midnight yeah aren't one of the things that they normally do that's that's not normal right. um, at the same time a lot a lot of these sorts of announcements they tend to have graphics right pictures yeah. links to blogs you know uh an interview of some sort, uh, or it'll come through a news source, you know, like us or, you know, one of the other big crypto, you know, media sites. It's never just a whimsical, Hey, we have this new promotion where you can make a bunch of extra money. Right. Um, so I think there needs to be a disclaimer. If you fell for this, blame yourself. Um, yeah. because I, I think the crypto world is past the point of, you know, blaming others. Uh, but we do also, I mean, chances are, I mean, if you've been in blockchain, you've been hacked at least, or you've signed something stupid at least once. I, I mean, I know I have, um, it's, it's trial by fire, you know, rite of passage. Um, if you haven't, you know, lost at least $40 to, 
to a hack in crypto. <laughs> Did you really enter crypto? Yeah. <laughs> it's a badge of I'm honor. I'm not saying that's the, yeah. yeah, it's not the goal, but yeah. it's just something, you know, a, any veteran crypto trader has probably done at least once. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's interesting, you know, I lost an NFT uh, to that and I followed it because you can follow these things. It doesn't disappear forever. Right. And I followed it and it switched hands until it eventually went back on the market. Yeah. Uh, took maybe three, three weeks. And unfortunately you just have to buy it back. Um, you know, kind of, I'd like to say that that scammer, uh, didn't realize how much I liked that NFT compared to all the other ones in my wallet. Hmm. And they probably should have raised that price up a bit more. They should have bumped it up. <laughs> so, uh, they lost. Was a real idiot. They were the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, now who's ooh, the they could have got, yeah. Yeah, they they could have got yeah. a big payday off of that. Maybe not a big payday, but yeah, uh, better than what I I had to pay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, point aside, their Twitter got hacked, and I think I think what stands out about this is this isn't an instance of Web three being hacked. This is Web two being hacked, uh, and I think that should should be something that everyone pays attention to is. It, it doesn't really matter which direction you're interacting with, with these cryptocurrencies from, whether it's Web 2 or Web 3 or Web 1, Web 4. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, there there is still going to be this risk that just never goes away. And, you know, these these companies are, are going to have to struggle to, to combat it, you know, in their entirety. You know, it's, it's just not going to cool off. Uh, but what kind of I thought was a red flag and a little bizarre was when I read through the, the Twitter post that KuCoin, you know, put up, they said that, or at least they kind of alluded that they weren't using two factor authentication. And that to me is odd. Um, I, I think in 2023, you should have a pretty strong understanding of why two-factor authentication is necessary. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you see it on so many different platforms, you know, Microsoft, Steam, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Google. You know, Google has like 15-factor authentication at this point. Yeah. Uh, it's it's pretty thorough. And the fact that KuCoin, a company based in Web3, uh, who is well aware of the risks involved with, working in web three and on a platform like Twitter, which has been kind of, you know, going through a bit of a rough spot since Elon took over. Yeah. Uh, two, th- two factor authentication should have been the like very first thing you did when you created your Twitter account. The um, Twitter, like you said, it's changed so much since Elon took over. They, evidently have only provided two-factor authentication to blue checkmark accounts. Uh, Non-Twitter blue subscribers are already enrolled. uh, But, you know, um, security key, I'm looking on their blog. Um, Using SMS. I don't know know how that affected KuCoin or even if it did or not, but I had that same question was, well, Twitter got rid of two-factor authentication. 
which yeah. doesn't make sense. I don't know why uh, having legitimate security is something you should pay for on a social media platform. Yeah. Uh, especially one that's basically become synonymous with crypto uh, and scams. Um, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of reports lately that uh, Twitter is only used for cryptocurrency and pornography now. The casual user, really? uh, a lot of media sites, uh, celebrities, they're not really using Twitter as much as they were in the past just because of all the nonsense that's surrounded the company in the last you know, few years, um, which I think a lot of it's mostly happened since Trump got banned. You know, He got banned and a lot of people kind of questioned the legitimacy of the platform. And that's kind of led to where we are now. But, you know, you, you think about that and you're like, okay, well, removing a standard security feature is going to harm everybody in your user base. It's not going to encourage them to get a blue check mark. It's just going to, it's going to, it's going to make them probably think, wow, this, this is probably not a safe website to interact with anymore. Right. Um, and then, so I, I thought, okay, so this is clearly going to be an instance where is web three better than web two because web two can churn off these security features without anyone, you know, in your community having a say, you know, there, there was no vote. There was no poll. And even if there was, you know, Elon's not probably going to listen to it. He doesn't seem to listen to a lot of those things. He just sort of flies by the seat of his pants when it comes to Twitter, you know, or Dogecoin. And yeah, or Dogecoin. I mean, yeah, he just randomly changed the logo for a week to Doge like two weeks ago, you know, which pumped up, you know, I'm yeah. pretty sure that violated at least one or two SSC, you know, rules. Um, at least it should. Anyhow, I, I had that, you know, I was thinking, well, in Web3, the platform, the community would all decide together, is this something we want to do? Right? That's Web3. That's what it does. These Protocols don't change until there's a community vote and that would kind of decide it. And I'm pretty sure most people probably say, now nah, let's keep the security measures. Right. Um, I don't think I've met anyone that's been like, yeah, I don't like two factor authentication. Like, yeah, I mean, I've only met one person in my life that didn't like it. And it's because they didn't understand the purpose. And once they understood the purpose, then it became a bit more clear to them. Um, anyhow. So I, I, did a little digging. I thought, well, let's check something out real quick. Maybe they do have the blue check mark. It's KuCoin. So I go to their profile and I look. No, they have the $1,000 a month gold check mark. They they had the verified organization check mark that you have to pay a stupid amount of money to get. And when I saw that, I, I immediately went, okay, you know what, Elon? You're off the hook this time. I'm not. Yeah. Web two versus web three. I think web two kind of won because yeah. these people are paying for the advanced ultra stupid option <laughs> where the check mark is a slightly different color yeah. and it costs a thousand dollars. Now may I don't have either of these because I think they're both stupid, but maybe two factor authentication is only for the blue check mark, not the gold check mark. I don't know. I mean, I think that would be really bizarre. But if that's the case, then that's the case. But I'm going to assume it's not. I'm going to assume blue checkmark features are included in the $1,000 a month charge. Right. Yeah. Right. That that seems right. You know, like appropriate. 
Yeah. If, if, I, if you were to tell me that, I would believe you. I'd be like, that makes sense. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I had the blue check mark for a while uh, when it first came out and you could purchase it and all that. But then, of course, everybody had it because it was available. And when everybody has it, nobody has it. So, and then he raised the price from, I think, $7 to $11 or something. I got rid of it. I don't have it anymore, but. It's changed so many times. Because what service does it provide? I mean, you, I. Yeah. It, it, I wasn't, personally, I was not getting anything out of that. So. Um, I don't think a lot of people were getting anything no. out of it. But apparently it was two-factor authentication, but KuCoin's not using it. Yeah, that's you, very. You have weird. one of the. Yeah. One of the biggest exchanges in the world, uh, especially considering the fact that FTX crashed and Binance isn't available in the U.S. Yeah. I mean, sure, you got Binance.us, but I don't think anyone even uses that. Yeah. You know, like, you, you, I mean, it's, it's you, Coinbase, and, and Kraken in the U.S. And you're not using two-factor authentication for your Twitter. Yeah. Which we all know is swarming with scams. Right. I mean... I remember, what, what was this, maybe 2019? Even Donald Trump's Twitter account got hacked. Yeah, it's, I mean. I, you know, like his password was like, Maga 2020 exclamation mark. Like, I still remember it because it's like, it was so on brand. It was the of perfect. Course. Yeah. It was perfect. It was the perfect password the, for the him. The brand guy. And I think, yeah. Mm. yeah, I don't think it was probably that hard yeah. to hack in for the person who did it. He's probably like, Wait a second. I bet it's this. It's probably, <laughs> it's got to be this simple. And it was. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, that's the level of what that, you know, scams and hacks on Twitter can get to is they can hack the US president's Twitter account. Yeah. Now, he, he's not really the best example of a US president uh, or one that, you know, follows security measures uh, on, you know, on the internet. But KuCoin, I just, I was kind of shocked when I saw that, was that they didn't have two-factor on. Yeah. Or at least that's how it appears in the way they tweet is, we're going to now start using two-factor. And it's yeah. just kind of like, hey, man, I mean, <laughs> have you ever tried to, to move money off of Coinbase? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, I feel like there's, there's like, 14 different authentications that you have to approve before that money moves off Coinbase. Yeah. And if you move from your wallet, from Coinbase to your wallet, it's like, okay, are you sure? Right. There's a code. Yeah. Are you still sure? You know, we sent you an email. Are you sure? Yeah. You know, one, they're trying to be safe, but two, I mean, when the money's on their platform, the money's on their platform. Yeah. They're trying to mitigate liability. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it's still a company, right? You know, it's like, okay, if we have all your funds still, it makes us look better. And Coinbase is a public and company. They they have to follow the SEC rules, and, and they have been. Even though the SEC doesn't know what their rules even are. Even though the SEC doesn't even, they enforce rules that don't exist, or they don't know what they're talking about. But Check uh, last week's yeah. episode for Gary Gensler uh, to yeah, learn what more. What a marvelous guy for the world of crypto. <laughs> um, Mr. Crypto. Anyhow, it's... Yeah. I mean, KuCoin, what you doing? Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> like look I mean, what happened. I mean, yeah. the numbers were small. It was something like $22,000 in USDT got uh, stolen. Yeah. So it's well within KuCoin's means to reimburse them. But, I mean, that's a 
that that's just a small number because they caught it in time. Right. I mean, if this thing went on for much longer, I mean the the severity would have been worse, obviously. And and I, I I'm just I'm just stunned that you know, what was it Sushi Swap got hacked uh, the other yeah. the other month? Uh, my algo got hacked for quite a bit. That was pretty rough for them. Yeah, back in February, you know this stuff isn't. It's not slowing down. Right. There's been no sign of scammers, you know, stopping. Uh, and I, it just felt very irresponsible from yeah. an exchange of all people. Now, maybe that's a stupid thing to say because, you know, the last exchange, uh, FTX, didn't do so well. So maybe it's just exchanges. Yeah, they had maybe a couple problem. of problems, I heard. Um... <laughs> yeah, just a few <laughs> Yeah, I mean, th- these are, you know, that's the, that's like fool me once, shame on me. I mean, that's, it's crazy to not have two-factor authentication, but. Um, With a thousand dollar subscription. Right, yeah. Uh, I mean, even if you are a huge exchange yeah. and a thousand dollars is basically a penny, it, it doesn't matter. Like security is security and it's worth paying for, but you have to employ it in order to take advantage of it. But I mean, and these people have to know they, they are in tech. I mean, you have to know that there are hackers around the world working 24 seven to hack into any high profile company, brand, celebrity, politician, whoever. Um, there, there is always somebody trying to hack into or, or, you know, you know, just the average Joe's bank account, you know, on on yeah, whatever. Exactly. I mean, they're, they're going to hack mean, into anything. These people make a living out of it. So hello, Lazarus group. We've seen them over and over that are now been sanctioned actually, uh, by the U S but I mean, North Korea, yeah, these, these I people mean, run a that. business out of hacking. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it can be pretty lucrative. It's pretty lucrative. You know? So I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're good at it, yeah. you know, it's, it can get you pretty far, Yeah, you know, until people start looking for you. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of like the same reason you see the Coca-Cola recipes in like a locked vault. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's because they take their security seriously. Yeah. You know, um, I think the KFC recipe it like no one knows the full recipe. It's it's supposedly uh, split in two hmm. uh, between two very high profile employees. Um, it's because that's the level that they want to protect, you know, you know, their their assets. Right. And KuCoin just, yeah, we have a lot of ex- you know money on our exchange and you know a lot of users, but we're not going to protect against any of it yeah. ourselves. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's bizarre, it and yeah. it makes. I mean, I'm happy that KuCoin was quick about it. Mm-hmm. Right, they're transparent. They let everyone know they're reimbursing the funds. But if this was millions and millions of dollars that got hacked. They wouldn't be reimbursing that. No way. They'd be like, "Oh, it's your fault for not using a hard wallet." Yeah, you know, which seems to be the preferred uh, response nowadays. Yeah, we did a show about hacked that, or we not about that, but we did yeah, a show some few months it. back where it's it was so stupid how they're just all these hacks and then they're blaming the user, <laughs> the victim, for their yeah, platform exactly. getting hacked when they're the ones responsible. Yeah, it's a ridiculous, it's just a cyclical thing that keeps going and going. Um, yeah, it, it is obnoxious. And, you know, this KuCoin response makes me just kind of feel like that 
that switch between Wilbury and Bursu and you should have used a hard wallet. Right. Is really just how much money got lost. Yeah. You know, if, if, if it passes a certain threshold, then they're not reimbursed. And it's like, Oh, that's your fault. Like, <laughs> and, and then you've got your guys fault like, for clicking on a link for us. Yeah. Getting hacked, which by the way, like all of their, their discord, all of their social media, they always say, and they remind people, we will never direct message you or something like something along those lines. And you know, I don't know, not your keys, not your crypto, man. That's like, put it on a hard wallet, which I, I know isn't, isn't, uh, you know, infinitely unhackable, but it's, you know, far better than just leaving it on an exchange that can be centrally hacked and millions can be taken. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, I mean, you even look at, you know, Do Kwan, Sam Bankman Fried, and they're all blaming other people or they're blaming anybody but them yet they're not working to even reimburse the investors who were had and uh it's it is just i don't know if people aren't delusioned or i'm sorry <laughs> delusion disillusioned i should say um by a lot of this and i'm not saying don't get into crypto. I'm just saying that the, the risks are out there and you have to measure what is being sold by the pattern of this historical pattern of being hacked and how to best protect yourself. I think that's the big thing about Bitcoin and crypto generally, but Bitcoin in particular is I, I take back personal responsibility for my finances. I have direct ownership or uh, provable ownership. And, um, but that's the approach that has to be taken. You can't just get on Coinbase, get on KuCoin, flip some NFTs, flip some coins, and you're going to be a multimillionaire. But that's the approach that a lot of people take. And they, how many times have they lost? You know, hello, Terra, yeah, hello, that's, FTT. That's definitely true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is all these problems just kind of right around the corner. And, you know, I, I think Web3 kind of has, just a little bit of luxury for, you know, a lot of them just to kind of assume, well, it's decentralized. So it's, it's on you for trusting us right. as a business. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, if no. you're a bad business, I mean, or you're, you're not keeping your customers safe, you know, you're going to run out of customers. Yeah. Uh, it's, that's just kind of the, the way yep. any market goes. Market forces. Yeah. I mean, if you had a storage facility and you never shut the gate or you didn't have security cameras or you didn't have obvious things like two-factor authentication for a a huge, well-known global crypto exchange platform, you know, you should lose. You should lose customers. Um, I, yeah. In this case, I'm... You know, I think the situation was so small that it's probably not going to be a big issue for most people. Yeah, as far as Twitter, uh, I mean, that's a little different, but it's it's just the insanity of not doing that. Uh, and it does seem like uh, Twitter's kind of just joining the ranks of Web3 in terms of just mishaps and, you know, just security problems. Uh, right. And, and that's not a good thing. No. You know? We've already seen, you know, 
the trends that Twitter is kind of following lately is a lot different than what made it popular in the first place. Mm -hmm. You know, Twitter didn't really start off as a cryptocurrency, you know, support network. Um, but now that's basically all that's really on it. Uh, you know, a lot of people have run off to uh, Reddit and TikTok um, as as their prime, you know, place for social media. Right. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, it's it's always changing. Uh, people are switching around, but Twitter is kind of becoming. I don't know, like the new Facebook. That is to say, uh, or Instagram. I guess Gen Z is like not into Instagram because it's <laughs> old fashioned or something. Yeah, I don't really know but, how that happened. It just sort of yeah. just one day, all, all the kids yeah. was like. Nah, we're not on the on on the Insta. Yeah, we're not on uh, the gram, and uh, I guess, uh, and and certainly not Facebook, which is even more ancient. <laughs> I don't know anyone on Facebook anymore. That that was huge <laughs> when it was huge, but yeah, when I was in college, it was oh, and they got the news feed. Ooh, that was huge. And then yeah, right. And then now it's like you know your your grandmother wants to see pictures of the grandkids and. That's about it. It's kind of kind of funny. I guess Twitter was like, "Why follow your friends when you can follow strangers?" Yeah, <laughs> follow people. That was really yeah. Twitter's. Yeah, that's what Twitter did. Yeah, <laughs> and yep. and that that worked for a short time. Uh, Trump gets banned. You know, then we got all this fake news sort of stuff. Elon takes over the company, and then it just becomes a giant crypto network that isn't very safe. Right. Um, which is rough. And also, it it's still confusing because you, you're still seeing a lot of this stuff after the fact. Like, It wasn't like people found out about Pepe on Twitter before it blew up. Right, yeah. Pepe blew up, and then Twitter responded with it. What was that on Reddit? So or where did it blow up? I forget. But it, it, it mostly blew up on Twitter. Uh, that's where people were talking about it kind of in real time. Oh, okay. Especially now that we've learned that posting anything on our cryptocurrency is uh, probably the most difficult thing on the planet. Um, <laughs> Reddit. Yeah, we, we, we yeah. tried here at BCC <laughs> and Tree. I tried it yesterday. We're, we tried. <laughs> we're finding a few ways to do yeah. it, but uh, believe us, posting anything on our cryptocurrency is more difficult than brain surgery. Yeah. Apparently, uh, this includes commenting. Apparently, Karma <laughs> has a pretty good algorithm. That is um, exclusive yeah. to. Yeah how 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 much uh, does karma cost in Bitcoin? Because yeah, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So you know, Reddit is so far behind. Yeah. what is the current situation? Just because <laughs> so many companies just have trouble posting anything on the, on that website, yeah. which is incredible because they still have such a consistent flow of of information. Yeah. But, but Twitter, Twitter, not so much. Twitter, you you could sign up and post within seconds, and somehow Pepe just didn't blow up before that. You know, if you go into Pepe channel, or uh, I guess their Twitter, I, I mean, their first post kind of came out at the same time that the price you know had already gone up. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's there's just a lot of information about this stuff happening behind the scenes that's not on Twitter. You know, so a lot of people that, oh, Twitter's great for crypto, you rush to it and you realize you're still behind the trend. Yeah. 
you know, there's there's still some other thing in front of Twitter that most people are searching for. Yeah. And and I, you know that that's not going to be revealed. You know, if that gets revealed, uh, you know, a lot of people are going to lose their uh, ability to enjoy insider trading. Well, we don't want that. But yeah, I mean, well, we and, and that would be terrible. That would be. <laughs> well, Twitter had so many bots and uh, just, and Elon said he was going to get rid of them. I think he did get rid of a lot of it, but there's still so many bots. You don't know who's really behind that. If this is a real person or, you know, I mean, now even the blue check mark for what it's worth. I mean, of course, you know, some people are real, real people, of course, but it's worth $8. <laughs> oh, is it $8 now? Okay. I, I think. Oh, all right. Um, but this is, you're trying to get likes from no, a bot? No, it's $84 a year. Yeah, it's $8 a month. Sorry. Oh, okay. $7 a month. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, I, I don't know. I mean, you try to get traction, you try to get web traffic, you try to get your brand up and going. And it's just, it's become an echo chamber that is, it's difficult to really plan a strategy. It's not like a website where you can develop authority over time. Um, you can develop authority through getting a following, but then you could have a thousand bots following you. They've had, you know, you know, a group of a small group of people that have launched thousands of bots from like four or five different IP addresses. And making it look like it's this huge, and they start some huge campaign for whatever, you know, I mean, that was going on before Elon was there. What I'm saying is it's, it's just very, people go into it looking like, oh, this is authentic and, you know, we're building our brand and we're getting these followers. And yet what kind of, you know, show me the books and what kind of dollars are, is that translating into? Um, I don't know. Yeah, really. It, it is just fishing for people to, for your bags. You know, it's like, yeah. Hey, we just made this coin, you know, buy it so we can get out of it. And then you deal with the problem. I mean, who cares about bonk now on crypto Twitter? Yeah. Nobody remembers bonk. No one, no one remembers the, all the meme coins from last year. I mean, it's Doge and Shiba Inu still. I don't even know if Shiba Inu anymore, even. Like, also, pe people see, you know, Doge is going to come back and things like that. But Shiba is, is it's the last time they've done anything. I don't know. Um, well, they had Bonk, but didn't they have Bonk? Did they start Bonk or was that a. No, no Bonk was just some random thing on Solana. Thing. Oh, okay. It had a similar logo, I guess. I was thinking. But yeah, um, you know, these things are so fly by night. Um, people need to be careful. So even if their Twitter's getting hacked. But... Even if your Twitter's getting hacked, you still got to be careful. That's right. We know you don't want to be careful. It's crypto. It's the Wild West. You just want to go out and Wild go West. crazy. That's right. Uh, we don't advise that. No. <laughs> no. Don't Take your advise time. That. Yeah. Uh, don't just click on random links because yeah. KuCoin said it's their new special promotion at midnight. Yeah. Um, 
if, yeah, if, you, if, if Coinbase starts saying, hey, click this link and it's one o'clock in the morning for you, don't click the link. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do. That's yeah. The, yeah, that's that's not financial advice, by the way. No, no, we don't give financial advice here <laughs> other than don't get hacked. But yeah. yeah, well, I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see where this goes. I'm, you know, 2023 so far. I don't know. It's looking better than 2022. We got a long way to go. But um, the hope is that investors are at least learning. Um, the hacks will continue, but are at they? least... <laughs> Well, we hope so. <laughs> I don't, maybe they're not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah. The best thing that could happen is that investors would learn. But again, yeah. Are they? Oh, no. Protect yourself, everyone. So protect your crypto. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will uh, leave it there for this week in Web3. And uh, Keegan, thanks so much for uh, all of your insight as usual. All right. We will see you here next week on BCC in three talk. Take care, everyone. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Follow us on Twitter at BCC in three underscore media and subscribe to our newsletter at BCC in three.com. From our website, you can also join in the conversation in our Discord channel and Reddit page. And we will see you here next time on BCC in 3 Talk. <laughs>